Each week on the New Hope Podcast, you'll hear messages and stories that are built on the bedrock of God's truth and discover practical ways to apply the gospel to your life and relationships. Thanks for listening and being a part of the New Hope family. Do you have questions for Pastor Keith and Jason to tackle on the podcast? Please email us at media at discovernewhope.com. Good day and welcome back to Deep Dive. This is Jason Collins here with our pastor, yes. Keith. Yeah. Great to see you. Welcome yeah, back after being gone a week. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to use that term ever again we on won't. podcast yeah. either. That thing that shall never be mentioned again. That's right. <laughs> That's <laughs> that right. Was great. That, that was great to have experience. Uh, I know it wasn't great to experience no, it. No. But uh, a funny, funny situation to yeah. have done that. So but we're glad to be back together. Is good as to be we back. are in Micah chapter five, looking yeah. at where security stems from, right? Yeah. yeah. And we seem to have talked about this several times the past few weeks of of seeing God's wrath, Micah warning of God's wrath mm-hmm. and the result consequences of right. sin, but his hope, his love. Right. And we're going to see that again today. Yeah. We dive into chapter five. Yeah. And what to me, when you lead up to chapter five and we kind of dived in a little bit on Sunday, mm-hmm. Is is the fact that um, it, what he'd been saying and warning against for decades is now coming to fruition? I mean, the choices they've been making up until that time. Now the Assyrians are at the gate. They're I there. Mean, they're there yeah. to tear the walls down and take yeah. your wealth and take away your security that yeah. you had built around you. So ultimate distress. Yeah. But then he's going to give us some ultimate hope, hope yeah. right in the uh, middle of the chaos. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's read yeah. through if yeah. you would. If you got your Bible, follow along with us. And and uh, but if not. Uh, I'm going to read through chapter 5, beginning in verse 1. Marshal your troops now, city of troops, for a siege is laid against us. They will strike Israel's ruler on the cheek with a rod. But you, Bethlehem, I'm not sure I say this correctly, Ephrathah. Ephrathah, thank you. Though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from old. From ancient times. Therefore, Israel be abandoned, will be abandoned until the time when she who is in labor bears a son, and the rest of his brothers return to join the Israelites. He will stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God, and they will live securely, for then his greatness will reach to the ends of the earth. Yeah. Amen. That has Jesus written all over it. Well, you th- yeah, exactly. The ultimate hope, yeah, right? Right. So in the midst of the distress, and he says, the siege is here. Yeah, the siege, yeah. that military term, not really a word we yeah. use in an everyday language, but that right. that image of a siege of of being beaten against, and yeah. they're there. They're ready right. to. And to me, the picture of the siege is important, too, because it's not just being, uh, you know, enemy approaching and beaten against, but it's getting it. It's getting hammered from all sides. All I mean, sides. is basically what that means. Mm-hmm. That you're surrounded and and you're you're getting missiles and or threats to your your life, your security yeah. from all directions. We're getting flanked. Yeah, flanked from everywhere. Yeah. Yes, and right. You use the the funny story of the whack a mole. Uh, yeah. Sunday. Yeah, we've all been there and done <laughs> yeah, that. Right. Have, have probably used friends right. to help hit down the moles. <laughs> That's on there. cheating. Right. Jason. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> you do what you can to get right. those tickets. But yeah. yeah. The, the, 
the, that imagery of just co- continuing to come, continuing from every up, direction right. uh, to beat against us, and, and right. a sin of our own making, consequences of our own making, right. but also maybe sometimes just circumstances, just yeah. life, yeah, broken Absolutely. down, fallen world, yeah. Absolutely, I mean, but we see, uh, and he he says, okay, gather together, right. and you start talking about what that means to gather together. Yeah. Don't isolate in that yeah. time. You don't have to be alone. Right. Don't stay alone. But gather together. We're better together right. uh, in the body of Christ. Yes. Don't isolate. Like I was talking about, don't isolate, but unite. Uh, and, and too often, I I, I don't, I, I get it and I don't get it at the same time. But sometimes when we go through pain, uh, through just distress in life, I've, I've seen more believers, unfortunately, that kind of put the mask on, show up on Sunday at church and, and uh, somebody says, how are you? And, and the, the, you know, the go-to answer is fine. Yeah. And, and it's not. They're dying on the inside. And, and it's like they're facing the siege on their own. Mm when they've got a community of faith that would more than be happy and even love to stand in the gap with them and face face whatever the is going on yeah, and they, so it could be that you know they're they're afraid to face it on their own yeah. it could be a, a, a you know a male thing maybe a guy right. just wanting to i'm going to do this on my own and face right. it on my own and I'm, i can handle this i can right. in, in, this. in some cases jason i think it's it's pride and embarrassment yeah. Yeah. that you know i'm struggling no well no one else is and that's mm-hmm. all satanic lies by the way yeah because uh, you can bank on it. If you're struggling with something in your marriage, your family, or whatever it may be, you can probably count at least five to ten other families going through the same stuff. So yeah. uh, I don't know there's any problem anybody could ever have that you're alone. Exactly. So why be alone? Yeah. And it requires some transparency. Yes, it to, does. To experience right. that. To, right. But but the right. God's word is, is truthful that it's going to be a, a powerful thing in our life. Yeah. God's church, the people of the people of God, yeah. will exhort one another, will encourage one another, lift one another yes. up, sharpen and, each other. And Micah said, marshal the troops, yeah. plural. He didn't say marshal the one soldier we got to handle it. <laughs> you know, And that's how we approach it individualistically Absolutely. in our culture. And the biblical model is the opposite of mm-hmm. our culture in that way. It's very individualistic. Pull yourself by a bunch of bootstraps, mm-hmm. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but God's word says, no, don't do it that way. Do it together. Again, yeah. better together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's, we've got that to, to, to be an encouragement to us. Right, right. Even in this moment, yep. the most desperate, stressful moment, yeah. we have each yeah. other. Uh, and he says, don't panic. Right. But hey, you know what? I'm here. Right. <laughs> Come to right. me. Talk to yeah. me in prayer right. by everything and everything that you experience yeah. come to me in prayer with thanksgiving and right. praise don't panic but pray yeah, yeah. Uh, and again i use that cross reference from uh, philippians on mm-hmm. sunday which is is awesome uh and paul says instead of panicking choose to turn to god first let that be your first response instead of giving control to panic now yeah. I, I do want to make clear again because i always try to reiterate this when the bible says do not be anxious for anything mm. he's not saying don't feel stuff because you can't control what you feel. He's talking about what you give control to. I know I keep saying that a lot, but I think that's an important uh, important principle for believers and non-believers, for that matter, to grasp hold of. Yeah, we're going to experience difficulty, and it's not going to be fun. Absolutely, no. But our choice then is to to stay in that and be controlled by it. Yes. Or... Right. Just because you feel like panicking doesn't mean you have to panic. There's that line. Uh, I mean, I can feel panic without... Uh, acting like I'm going to panic, giving control to the panic. Yeah, and yeah. so it reminds me of that bumper sticker. Uh, yeah. when, when you're, in, I can't remember the exact words. But when right. you get on your knees, I mean, when, when you're feeling that distress, right, 
get on your knees. Right. Uh, you're not surrendering. You're not no. giving up, but you're actually going to the, yeah. the most powerful source right. uh, in prayer. That's right. what I mean by that. And, and those two practical applications, don't mm-hmm. isolate, but unite, and don't panic, but pray, yeah. they're actually connected. So mm-hmm. it's not two separate applications. It's actually one in the two parts of the same application. Mm-hmm. So, And then the third, third one you said was don't give up. All right. Maybe but it's grow up. time for us to grow up. James exactly. talks about persevering yes. to mature right. in our faith. And, exactly. And one of the biggest moments of, of trouble that I got into uh, in high school uh-huh. with my dad, I'll never forget his words. Are you ready to grow up? <laughs> I'll never forget those Did words. You say, what was your answer? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? In that moment, you don't have an answer. <laughs> you know what Just the answer silence, is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those profound moments. It wasn't a multiple choice question. No, huh? no, 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 no. Absolutely not. Absolutely uh, not. So, but yeah, it's, it's that moment of, are you ready right. to grow up through this, to mature? You're going to experience a, right. a maturation that's going to lead you right. to being more the man, woman of God that he right. has created and, you to be. And in truth, it's easier to give up than it is to grow up, mm. but it's worth the journey to grow up. Absolutely. It never ends well to just simply give up. Uh, that's You're stuck where you are, and you don't have to be uh, in relation to Christ and in relation to the community of faith. Again, I keep making those two links. Right. It's not just about your relationship with Christ. It's about your relationship with Christ and your relationships with a community of faith, a, a healthy church that, that where people are genuine and real and can be supportive. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's encouragement to all of us to find that. Right. Some genuineness of, of others. Right. Genuine care for us. Right. But it's also an encouragement to those of us in the church who need to be that for others. That's right. Who need to be yeah. the caring and supporting and to bring hope and yes. uh, truth to others. So, and that's how you grow up. I absolutely. mean, that's part of growing up is, is investing in others, no yeah, doubt. Absolutely. And then, so in the midst of that distress, mm-hmm. we see that we can be together, we can grow right. together, be in prayer for each other. But he says, okay, I got the ultimate hope coming right. for you. And we have we have here a messianic prophecy. Yeah, it's of, awesome. Those verses are so awesome. I mean, it, it, like I was, and I didn't necessarily delineate it in detail Sunday, but mm-hmm. you look at what Jesus fulfilled that he could not have fulfilled as some kind of conspiracy manipulation. It's mm-hmm. just virtually impossible. He couldn't dictate where he was born. He yes. couldn't dictate being from the lineage of David. Yes. And he certainly can't dictate what the Old Testament said that he was eternal in nature and the fact that he was eternal in nature. You know, New Testament confirms that, too. Right, right. People saw him rise from the dead, by the way. Uh, that wasn't just a story that came out. They died for what they saw. They saw him resurrect from the dead. Mm-hmm. And they knew that he was God in the flesh. And these same people who claimed that were willing to die for what they saw. Yeah. So you add all that up together, it's pretty amazing. And that's just the tip of the iceberg in terms of prophecies that Jesus fulfilled Absolutely. about himself from the Old Testament. He actually fulfilled hundreds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's just that's just the tip of the iceberg. It is. It is. So. But these two prophecies that, that he mentions here, being from Bethlehem. Yes. Talk about the, the significance <clears throat> of that, the humble yeah. beginnings. The humble yeah, Beth- Bethlehem, like I was saying Sunday, mm-hmm. it was a, a backwoods town <laughs> in the back in the middle of nowhere that nobody mm-hmm. knew about. I mean, it was just a non-mentionable town. And I love how God uses those kinds of places and people to do uh, uh, eternal, worldwide impact kind of work. And so he didn't have them born in Jerusalem, interestingly enough. That would have been the capital city and the big 
place everybody knew in that day. Right. Had them born at a place nobody knew about. And as I mentioned Sunday in Joshua, it wasn't even bothered to be mentioned. It was such a know-nothing town. Yeah, way down the list. Yeah. Way down the list. It didn't even yeah. get honorable mention yeah. of cities conquered because mm-hmm. it wasn't worth mentioning. Wasn't worth mentioning. Yeah. And that humble means that yeah. it almost leads into the way that he showed us how to live, his his, his character right. of being a servant Yes. Leader. Uh, right. Born in a manger in yep. Bethlehem. Right. Um, and uh, to show us how to we ourselves live yeah. as servants right. uh, for others. And then the lineage. Yeah. Give us that the word Ephra- again. Ephrathah. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And that that's that. I love the when you dig into the context and things of the scripture, you know, you, you read Ephrathah and most people think, well, what the heck does that even mean? And that's what I was thinking mm-hmm. when I first read it. So mm-hmm. I had to study. <laughs> and, and so it's a purposeful use of the word to make sure everybody understands that this Messiah, this Christ that was to be born, that we'll be celebrating in December, mm-hmm. uh, he is connected not just to the town of Bethlehem, but the 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 the, um, the lineage of David, King David, purposely. Mm-hmm. That was one of the prophetic uh, predictions of this King Messiah that would be would come, this one who's eternal in nature that would yeah. come. So yeah, he would have used that word, that ancient term for Bethlehem, the district of, mm-hmm. if he wasn't trying to make clear that connection. Yeah. So coming from a, a humble means, right. a servant, right. servant-hearted, servant-minded, but then Lord, I mean, yes. he is going to be, yeah. he's going to lead. Yes. And if you think about it, uh, two people who had significant impact on, first of all, Israel, King David, who was the greatest king Israel ever had, he was born where? In the backwoods, in the town on the backwaters of nowhere, mm. Bethlehem. Mm. He was too born. That was his ancestral home. So God used that humble means to bring out the greatest king to Israel. And he was about, he's going, the promise at this point is he's going to bring the greatest king uh, of e- eternity that's going to impact not just Israel, but the whole world. Yeah, for eternity. And his name is Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, yeah. so, uh, uh, and so we lend, are led to. That we can trust him right. more because of yes. because of that sovereignty yeah. of of being king, right. um, but showing us what it meant to be a servant king, a servant leader yes. of the humble means. Right. We can trust him more. Yeah, and, and it boils down in terms of his sovereignty. You're going to either trust he knows what he's doing or not. You're mm-hmm. going to trust that Jesus is who he claimed to be, which mm-hmm. is more than just a prophet of man. He he claimed to be God in the flesh. He claimed mm-hmm. to be God. And it's either true or not. It's the old right. C.S. Lewis sure. thing, uh, you know, liar, lunatic, or who mm-hmm. he, he claimed to be. And, and so if you if you get to the place who Jesus really is, that's when he can make all the difference. That's when you can have the security. Yeah. You know, you land the plane. That's where you, you can have the security in the midst of all the, the, the chaos and, yeah. and the times that you feel like in your life you're under siege. And mm-hmm. we all will have those moments, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, it really boils down to deciding, is he who he is? claim to be. And if he is, then I can trust his sovereignty in my life. And and when I don't know what's going on, he does. Mm-hmm. When I, I'm all confused, he's not. Yeah. Am I going to trust that one day at a time for him yeah. to lead me through the siege yeah. and through the chaos of life? Well, we often don't trust our leadership. Right. There is exactly. intended to have been some kind of evidence of corruption Absolutely. or 
or something that has led them to to uh, distrust in some ways. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but the servant heart of Jesus, the yeah. pure love, uh, of course, the perfect perfectness. We can't get beyond yeah, that right, of him. Complete, but, right. But just showing us the evidence of what it means to be a servant leader. Uh, yeah. There's there's no nothing we can do but trust him. Yeah. And, and Israel, their history is full of that. I mm. mean, when when the people of God would drift and and fall apart and and end up in the ashes, it usually started with their king leader mm-hmm. who had become corrupted and drifted away from God and and, and it impacted the whole yeah. of the community, the whole of the country. Yeah. Uh, and that went south fast. Yeah. And so, so if if you're finding yourself in a place where you haven't trusted him, as you, yeah. as you just said. Why make the decision right. today to trust him to follow right. his sovereignty? If you, what what is that thing? Maybe yeah. that's a question you might have for us. What right. is that thing that is keeping you from trusting him? Some kind yeah. of experience that you've had yes. uh, of late, or maybe in this past. You know, yeah. in listening to a couple of podcasts lately. Um, uh, uh, not going into names, right. but talking about some lack of trust from church experiences sure. and how that affects our belief and our faith. Yeah. It can rock us. Yes. Absolutely. Um, matter of fact, we were at our missional training just last mm-hmm. night. He was sharing the survey where people had a high view of Jesus, but a low view of the church yeah. in terms of, of surveys they've done. And, and sometimes it's not even a personal experience. It's being offended on behalf of somebody else. And, yeah. and so, mm. you know, you can go on and on of that. So yes, to your point, yeah. if anybody is ever listening and you've got a question about who this Jesus is that Absolutely. we can attempt to answer, or what is the barrier between you placing your faith in him, I'd love to hear from you uh, so that we can and look at the question. I'm not going to claim I've got all the answers, but I will We'll certainly try, and yeah. we have a place to go to search yeah. for answers. Absolutely, so send us the questions in. Uh, if you've got anything that you're struggling with, or know somebody that's yeah. struggling with questions, is stopping them from taking that step of faith yeah. in Christ. As humbly as we know how, right, uh, right, to be able to right. walk with each other in finding the answers and finding yeah. the truth. And, yeah. and, and by the way, you, you don't have to, nor can you f- get all the answers of your whole life and eternity answered before placing faith in Christ. Or it wouldn't be faith. We're all in that process. Yeah. Every single one of us. Yes. Yeah. There's a place where you simply have got enough mm-hmm. of the answers to decide, yes, this he is who he claimed to be. Yeah. And then we'll continue to walk with him right. in faith as in he faith. continues to light up our path right. and show us new new truth each and every day. It's one of the most amazing it's things a journey. about yeah, about the journey right. is that there's newness in right. him every day. Yep. How many times have we read the scripture to discover something new? Right. Uh, each time we read it, something yeah. else comes alive and, and lights out for us. Right. Even if I've read a passage a million times. Over and over and exactly. over again. Absolutely. Yeah. So how many times, and I've seen some people whose Bibles are just highlighted multiple colors right. over and over and over <laughs> <Right>. again. <laughs> yeah. uh, just something new lights yeah. up each and every time that we yeah. got. And that's the, that's the, that's the, the aliveness. I know it's not a right word, but it's yeah. just being alive in Christ and yeah. discovering him new each and every right. day. Um, and he, we can trust that sovereignty. We can trust yeah. that God. We can yeah. trust and put our whole trust in faith. Right. In That's him. the uh, don't give up, grow up. Thing. There you go. Principle. Yeah. Yeah. And so we see Christ as our shepherd then getting into right. the verses three and four mm-hmm. and how he will unite the people together to bring us, to mm-hmm. protect us. Right. And bring us peace. And we've yes. mentioned this a couple times in the past as well. Yeah. So he will come out for that one yeah. out of the 99. And he says, I'll make you secure. I'll give you security you can't have on your own. And that word secure, as we pointed out Sunday, means to sit in peace. Mm. Not just to sit. You know, you can sit and be <laughs> passive 
yeah. you try to ignore life swirling around you. That's not mm-hmm. what Jesus is offering. He's offering an ability to sit in peace. And it goes back to, again, Psalm 4610, be still and, and know uh, that yeah. I'm God. You're going to know that I'm God if you'll truly choose to, in the moment to be still. Place your faith in me. Yeah. One day at a time, one choice at a time, one problem at a time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and he'll well, prove he, himself. Yeah. And he's not going to yell out in that loud, right. boisterous voice, but in that still, That's small right. voice, yeah. his spirit will speak. In the midst yeah. of all the loud voices. In the midst. And yeah. Isn't that amazing? That even in the midst he of all the chaos to, around us, we yeah. will feel that. Feel, Healer and experience. Yeah. Well, that that's the cool thing, and you probably heard this before. Mm-hmm. That the shepherd in that day and time in the ancient uh, uh, ancient Middle East times, uh, sometimes flocks would be intermingled, yeah. and the sheep knew the voice of their shepherd. Mm-hmm. So, in the midst of all the chaos and noise and all the bleeding, you know, the noises sheep make and all that mess. They can be loud animals, by the way, stinky and loud. It's mm, interesting yes. that we're, we're called <laughs> sheep, but nonetheless, yeah. they hear the voice of their shepherd in the midst of all the noise, and they follow that shepherd. They, yeah. they know who to follow. Absolutely. So do you know the voice of Christ in your life uh, is a good question for especially believers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So can is you it? discern him in the midst of all the chaos? The more of a trust yes. and the more of a love we have, the more we'll recognize and right. follow, right? And, yes, uh, we, we we can experience that with our own families, with our own kids. Yeah. We can yeah. hear our kids' voice probably in the in the midst of other right. chaos, and we're looking around to see what's going on with them. Yeah. But Absolutely. and same thing with parents. So that the more that we have a trust and a connection, right. we're going to experience right a uh, following. We'll hear his voice, right? We'll hear yeah. his voice. Yeah. Um, and then we we close off with, and that's that's where we find our security. Right. We have an eternal security right. for eternity. And but that begins now. Now, mm-hmm. now and into eternity. Yes, exactly right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll wrap up with this. I read this. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't sure who wrote it, but uh, believing Christ died, that's history. Right. Believing Christ died for me, that's salvation. Amen. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a personal. Died and rose from the, the grave. I Absolutely. mean, he put the exclamation on it, uh, proving that he was who he claimed to be all along. Yeah, absolutely. And it all yeah. began with that birth Right. In the manger, as you said, we're going to begin to yeah. talk about that pretty soon in a new series. Absolutely. And, yeah, but, coming up. Coming yeah, up. Absolutely. December 5th, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll kick into the, the full-blown Christmas focus. And yeah, the we sometimes Christmas, we, we kind of separate the birth and the resurrection of Christ, and it's truly one one complete story. Absolutely. Because uh, the birth without the resurrection, according to the Bible, I'm not making this up, by the way. You can go look in 1 Corinthians 15. Uh, uh, our faith is worthless if Jesus is still in the grave. I mean, <laughs> it's just a religion. Yeah. Jesus rose from the dead. It's much more than a religion. It's not religion. It is truly knowing the one who created you. So, yeah, Christmas, it, it matters not mm-hmm. because he was born. It matters because he, he died and rose from the dead. It's, absolutely. It's the complete story. Yeah, absolutely. So, but we have one more yes, uh, sermon in more Micah. Micah. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And then we'll do a standalone at the end of the yeah. month in Psalm. I'm looking forward to that, actually. I've been kind of looking at Psalm 34 for quite some time, just meditating on it. And it's awesome. It's an incredible uh, passage in Scripture. But, Very good. Yeah. Then we'll get in leap into the... 
Christmas. Can't believe Christmas right? is here. Can you? <laughs> wow. Well, some people, even though it's not even Thanksgiving yet, Halloween uh, ended and Christmas decorations are already oh, coming I, I out. I know. It seems like it's gone up faster in my neighborhood uh, than years past. Uh-huh. I don't know if it was post-pandemic trying to latch on to things or what. But yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. I started noticing, noticing houses already got their lights up for mm-hmm. Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's really pretty yeah. amazing. So, yeah. Do you do a big decoration at your place? Uh, not inside. I've gotten to where, you know, a long time ago, and maybe it's a, a PTSD kind of deal. I, <laughs> I, I was up on the peak of a roof. It's a one story, thank goodness. And I slipped and started sliding down the roof. I was talking to a neighbor. He was at the on the ground. And I just didn't pay attention. And, and I was like a cat clawing all the way down that <laughs> roof. And uh, in split second, I was on the peak of a roof and on the ground wow. standing up right next to him. Like I didn't break an angle or anything. So anyway, I don't tend to climb up on my two-story house and do lights, no. Uh, and so I'll decorate bushes and trees on the uh-huh. ground. But Low no. to the ground. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to stay where Low gravity put me. and safe. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Very so, good. Very good. Yeah, we try to do some. Well, exciting. Well, Pastor, yeah. thanks again for, for allowing us Absolutely. to be together and discuss yeah. this. And we look forward to this Sunday, to finishing right. up Micah in, in Chapter 6. Uh, yes. Or okay. no, Chapter 7. Actually. Chapter 7? Chapter okay. 7. We're going to wrap up there. Forgiveness at Frieza. Yes, we're going to focus on the, how how important is forgiveness to be able to live on a free basis. I mean, truly. Oh, yeah. Uh, I look forward to actually landing the plane on that because mm. that is very personal in nature. It's not just this big picture chaos thing going, yeah. but it's down to earth uh if we're going to live free we've got to learn to receive forgiveness one and especially give forgiveness to so many people are walking around with baggage absolutely because they have not learned that truth yeah that's huge that's huge absolutely so you you can be paralyzed by that yeah big topic next week and by the way you can uh you can send in questions uh, to us on that. You know, I've talked to people in the past that have had trouble forgiving somebody for some, and some of it's pretty serious stuff. And I Absolutely. get it. Uh, and if, so if you struggled with forgiveness or you've got a question about how you do it or, mm-hmm. you know, anything, uh, go ahead and send questions and we'll try to address them. Yeah. Two big topics that we talked about today, yeah. trusting him. What's keeping right. you from trusting Jesus? Yes. Uh, I absolutely love to hear from you on that. Yes. And right. then Forgiveness. forgiveness. How can we? How do you do it? Walk in that, yeah, and experience that. So, yeah, awesome, awesome stuff. Yeah. See y'all next week. Yeah. Yes, sir. We'll see you then. Thank All you, right. Pastor. You bet. Do you have questions? We want to hear from you. Please email us at media at discovernewhope.com.